Hi everyone. Hey, it's uh, Mr. Moriarty here. Listen, I wanted to tell you I'm going to be outside recording this summary today. I'm on my deck. It's a beautiful Sunday morning and uh, I just wanted to get out. And so you're going to hear some outdoor sounds, some birds, some scurrying, some things in the background. So that's why you hear those and that's what we're doing. I'm here to give you a little bit of an explanation or a summary, if you will, about uh, Romeo and Juliet's Act 1, Scenes 1, 2, and 3, okay? Uh, you guys know I'm not the kind of teacher that likes to give you something to read and then say, here you go, good luck. Um, I really want you guys to understand and to know what's going on and, and to understand stories. And for me, that's regardless of whether there's going to be a test or whether there's going to be any kind of an assessment. I just think it's important to know and appreciate and understand what is going on in these stories, okay? So first I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of the themes that are in Romeo and Juliet, some of the themes that we're going to be talking about. Obviously one of them is love, okay? You've already figured out in the first five lines of Romeo and Juliet, that these two people are going to end up dying because of their love for each other, okay? Um, what I didn't get to tell you, because we hadn't been in class and it wasn't part of my normal uh, uh, introduction of the story, is that this entire play takes place over about two and a half days, okay? So from like a Thursday afternoon to a Sunday, these folks go from meeting each other to being dead, okay? And so I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew and understood that, that, that that's what was going on, okay? That was the time frame. And that kind of helps you understand here what's happening in this play. All right, so love is one of the themes. Also, fate. We talked a lot about fate during our mythology mini-unit. Talked a lot about fate and how people believed fate was um, acting in their lives, okay? Fate will play a role in this play. Um, there's a lot of this element of individuals versus society, okay? Because of their forbidden love, Romeo and Juliet are forced into conflict with the social world around them, okay? And they, have tried to, they try to avoid this conflict by hiding, by escaping. Um, they prefer the privacy of nighttime to the public world of day, and we'll get into what that deeper theme means here in a minute. Also, Shakespeare uses a lot of wordplay, a lot of puns in this play, um, so just so you know that, um, light and dark and day and night as symbols in Romeo and Juliet, very, very important. Um, light is traditionally connected with good, dark connected with evil. In Romeo and Juliet, though, that relationship is much more complex. Uh, Romeo and Juliet constantly see each other as forms of light, okay? In the balcony scene, Romeo ju describes Juliet as the sun, while Juliet says he's the stars. But the relationship between light and dark is complicated by the lover's need for the privacy of darkness in order to be together. As Romeo says, when the sun dawns on the morning, when he is banished from Verona, more light and light, more dark and dark are woes, okay? And so basically that's Shakespeare telling us that he thinks that for, for light to really shine, we need darkness. Without darkness, we wouldn't recognize, nor would we appreciate light as much as we do, okay? And I think that's very important to understand um, a lot of famous 
famous people have used uh, light and darkness in other forms. Martin Luther King said, darkness can't bring out darkness, only light can do that. He went further to say, hate doesn't drive away hate, only love does that. This whole idea of light versus dark, love versus hate plays out in a lot of areas of life, okay? And Shakespeare was talking about that back in the early 1600s when he wrote this play. Um, we're going to get into describing the prologue in the first three scenes in a moment.